part two of the Around the Diamond Awards. We've got to talk about Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, and Reliever of the Year Awards. It's going to be really interesting. We'll also be doing our top ten catchers. So there's a lot to talk about this episode, Sam. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a, it'll be an interesting episode. I hated making my catchers list. I don't know yeah, about you. I found it, so far, was the most difficult list for me to make. It's, yeah. There's a lot of... It's the worst list. Worst list. But before we get into that, we got some news and notes around the league. First of all, the Yankees are looking into Gio Gonzalez because of some issues with their pitching staff. Severino is supposedly their ace. He's going to be out until May. Mm. And CeCe Zabathia is still recovering from his surgery. He'll be out at least till April. I don't know how far into April, but... Yep. So they're going to have to use some young guys to start the season off. Yeah, I think the the included off days in the first month is going to help them out a lot. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez, who's been on the market for a long time, and the Cleveland Indians, who have needed some outfield people for a good long while, finally hooked up together, one-year deal, $2 million. I think he'll make the roster. He should make the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, their outfield is just... It's it's decent with cargo there. It's empty. But there's no depth. Yeah. If anyone goes down, I don't know who their fourth outfielder is. Right. And they're so, in such a weak division anyways. Yeah. So it, And, and with matter, the rest but... of their team, with their rotation, and with Lindor and Ramirez. Yeah, the infield. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to win the division. Yep. So a good addition for them. Another change in baseball yeah finally trying to get a couple better guys into the home run derby Mm -hmm. the winner this year will receive a million dollars which is not a lot to some of these guys but it's it's still a million dollars so we'll see if that gets put in i know other sports like the the slam dunk contest in the nba needs to do something like this i know so props to the mlb for doing it before anybody else like the nba like i feel like mlb is so last to these yeah usually they're last with all the good updates with staying with the times yeah uh but finally a good decision here maybe it'll go up a little bit depending on how successful it is right starting our top 10 catcher rankings for second base here sam who do you have number 10 number 10 i have gary sanchez he had a really crappy year this past year led the league in pass balls which is not what you want to see as a catcher he's got a good arm though and i think he'll have a lot better of a season going forward but i just couldn't put him higher than 10 because I'm not that confident, and he had a 186 average. Mm. My number 10 is Jan Gomes of the Cleveland Indians, now this season going to be a Washington National after they traded for him. Mm-hmm. And I can see why. He was the runner-up for the AL Gold Glove, had four defensive runs saved. He's a solid catcher, had a 266 average, slugged 449, hit 16 bombs. So by no means is he an elite catcher. But he's really solid, and the timeshare of him and Kurt Suzuki is going to be awesome. Yeah, the, both of them were... Uh, Suzuki was close on my list, but he he, yeah, he just fell off. But yeah, um, Gomes is my number eight, actually. So I think he's a little bit better than you're thinking. I think he'll start a little bit more than Suzuki will. And he's a really good player, and I think he'll be a decent catcher. Who you got, number nine? Number nine, and this pains me, I have Salvador Perez. Hmm. Not a great average, 235, mm-hmm. but slugs 439, had 27 bombs, most of everybody on my list, yeah. and won the gold glove. Yeah. Um, 
just a really great player. I probably would have had him in my top five if it was just based off last year. Oh, yeah. But he's out all of this coming year. Right. So and for that I reason. I couldn't put him any higher than nine. Right. And for that reason, I actually left him off my list. I, really? Yeah, he's not playing this year. I, I don't know. I can't. 80 RBIs, 27 bombs, and a gold glove. I, I really like him as a catcher. And he's also one of the most stable people at the position. Like, yeah. Most teams are going to have to start doing tandems because people are just not staying healthy. But Salvador Perez is that consistent guy. Um, I feel like the Royals probably should have traded him by now, but I don't know. It just it, I kind of like that they're sticking with him. Just yeah, I would like for him to retire a Royal. That would be nice. That would be nice. Somebody like Molina or somebody that mm-hmm. could just stay with their team. And won the championship with them. Right. Um, my number nine was uh, Mike Zanino, um, who just got traded to the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, anytime you see somebody get traded to the Tampa Bay Rays, I don't know about you, but I, I always like... Think they're going to be better. I always think they're going to be better. He was pretty good for Seattle. Just the average and right. on base were not there. Right. But 20 home runs and was arguably the best, looking at like the advanced stats, yeah. was arguably the best defensive catcher. Yeah. But he's my number eight, solely because mm-hmm. of the average and on base, really. And right. Only 37 runs, yep. 44 RBI, which it's a those are small numbers for everybody on this list. Yeah, 2017 he had a but, 250 average, which is yeah. probably doesn't sound great, but that was amazing for him. And mm-hmm. if he could do that again. I think it'll hit somewhere around 230 yeah. and 20 bombs again, which will be good um, in a tandem with Jesus Sucre. Yeah, I think so. For the Rays, yep. who is a pretty underrated backup catcher. Yeah. So they'll they'll be fine at catcher. The Rays are going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I have the Kraken, Gary Sanchez of the New York Yankees. Okay. He was terrible. Yeah. 186 average. Yeah. Still a 291 on base, which is better than Zanino somehow. Yeah. <laughs> And he had a slightly worse slugging than Zanino. He had a 406, but 51 runs, 53 RBIs, which are decent for catchers, mm-hmm. 18 home runs, and surprisingly good defense. I get the pass balls thing, but six defensive runs saved, and he was one of the better at catching guys stealing. So mostly his defense and how good he was two years ago. Right. I just can't think that he'll repeat this. I think he's going to hit 25 bombs. 230 maybe this year so yeah i think he's gonna be really good so i had to keep him somewhat high on my list number seven for me is uh, francisco cervelli of the pittsburgh pirates i really like cervelli he had a down year though um average wise especially he's usually up there like 270 280 he had a 259 average this past year not great still had but had a career high homers i think like at least close to career high 12 homers not bad um, he saw mm-hmm. behind the plate 39% uh, caught stealing, which the average is 28%. So it, he, he was better than much better than the average. Not bad player, 2.69 war. I didn't think Cervelli deserved to be on my list. He had a 250. At all? Yeah, no. Not at all. What? He only had 12 home runs. He had negative six defensive runs saved. Yeah. And everything else, he's completely average. 39 runs. 57 RBI, no. I just, I didn't like it offensively, and I thought, oh, maybe his defense makes up for it, but no, it doesn't. 39% caught stealing. Negative six. 39% caught stealing. Okay, and that's still worse than several guys on my list. And when somebody like Adier Molina has a negative defensive run saved, you know there's something off. He had a bad year. 
Get out of here, Molina. Yeah. It's, it's not taking into account his pitching, it, it, his uh, his work with the pitchers. I just, I think, I think Cervelli deserves it. It takes a lot. Of their, I was looking at the Fangraphs defensive run save for catchers. Like breakdown? It, it takes in a lot of things. So I trust it. And I trust Fangraphs. Dang it. Wow. Cervelli just wow. was completely average at everything. I so disagree. I didn't think that he deserved to be in. Okay, number six. I disagree with that. Number six. Number six. Who do you have? Wilson Contreras is my number six. Okay. Down year for him, especially power wise. Yeah. Ten home runs, three ninety slugging, but still fifty plus runs in RBIs. Five. He was, I think, the second best. Yeah, he was my second best on my list of guys catching, guys stealing, and positive two defensive runs saved. So. A down year, but he's great defensively, and he's still young. I think he'll bounce back and have a solid season. Yeah, I'm I'm high on him. I had I had him number four. I think he'll have a really good season with the Cubs, and might even be underrated going into the season. Especially, he did have a down year, but I think he'll do much better. And I have a little bit more faith in him than say Gary Sanchez. Really? Yeah. With the year Sanchez had in 2017, it was oh a monster year, 30 bombs, but. I thought he had 40. Did he have 40 bombs? Maybe he did. I don't know, but he was nasty. He was. He was. And 2017 was both of their breakout year, and he was better yeah. than Contreras. That so. is true. So I... We'll see. And I still think Contreras is higher on my list just because he was better this year. Yeah. But I think Sanchez has a brighter future, as much as I hate to say it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that. My number six is Wilson Ramos. Yeah, like, one of the best offensively at this position. Had the best numbers. 306 doesn't, average. Doesn't play a ton. Doesn't play a ton. He had four, 416 play appearances. Mm-hmm. Not great. We'll see how he does with the Mets. He'll be in a good lineup. Decent lineup. 306 average, 358 on base. 487 slugging, which I want to say is near the top of the list on this list. Maybe the top? It is the top. Yeah, top. 15 homers, 70 RBIs, which is the most on this list. Not great defensively. Not for me. For, for, for uh, RBIs? RBIs? Salvador Perez had 80. Oh, uh, okay. Realmuto had 74. Molina had yeah. 74. Okay. But still very high for the position. Yeah, yeah. So, I he, I mean, really good hitting-wise. i a little nervous with him behind the plate just because he doesn't have – I don't think he has he's, that he's ceiling. He's not very good defensively. Right, and he's getting a little bit older. his offense elevates him. I had him number five. Yeah, okay. You got him number five. Who's your number six? Contreras. Six? Oh, Contreras, right. Uh, my number five is Molina. Like I said before, he had a negative one defensive run saved. I think Molina's much more valuable than that, working with his pitchers in the same organization, St. Louis Cardinals. Just such a, a fiery guy behind the plate. Loved watching him last year in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. That was I love. Electric. I loved him. That was electric. I, I think it was just the most yachty thing to get upset at Chris Bryant for saying St. Louis, St. Louis oh, yeah. is boring. Oh, yeah. Harmless quote at a Cubs event. Oh, yeah. Where like, he's, of course, going to say bad things about the Cardinals. That's right. how you score points with right, Cubs right. fans. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, he just came right back at him, and it's going to be an interesting rivalry this year. Yeah. But, yeah, I have Molina as my four. Um, just name him the captain already. He's just, yeah, he's insane. He's He was the NL Gold Glove winner, despite the bad defensive run saved. And it's, oh, it's, history, not, and it's yeah. not even bad. It's just... It's negative one. Whatever. It's, it's, it's near It's even. above average for the position still. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. At least right. that play enough catcher. Right. And he still had 20 bombs, 74 RBIs, 
only a 1.8 war. Yeah. But I don't know. I love Yachty, so I had him at number four. Yeah. Okay. Number three on my list, Yasmani Grandal. Very close to being number two for me, but just didn't quite make it. Doesn't have the history that my number two player has. But yeah, had a really good season. 24 homers, 68 RBIs. Signed a big one-year deal with the Milwaukee Brewers. That'll be huge for them. He'll be on a hopefully postseason winning team, but we'll see. Yeah, really good season. Decent defensively, nine de- nine defensive runs saved. That's really good at the position. Had average caught stealing percentage. Good WAR three point three. Good player. Good yeah. player. He probably Deserved had a better three. season than Posey, but I have the yeah. number three as well, and Posey is my number two. Just because Grandal had twenty four bombs versus five, right? And he had better runs and RBIs. That I'm not going to hold against Posey a lot because he was on the Giants. Right. Grandal was a Dodger. Who, right. You guys didn't know the Dodgers went to the World <laughs> Series. Very good team. Uh, they did lose, though. So that, well, yeah, but it's the Boston Reds. It's just disappointing, you know. How is anyone going to beat them? Grandal, <laughs> solid catcher. I think we agree on the whole top three. Yeah. But yeah, so played a decent amount of games too. Like yeah, he, he played was, a lot because yeah. Austin Barnes was there all year. Well, right, but like actually, he actually stayed healthy, which is yeah, yeah, good for the position, you know. But yeah, number Posey's two. my number two. Yeah. He's been the most steady, reliable catcher in the game since yep. he came into the league, really. I yep. mean, huge part of that Giants dynasty that they had with Bochy, Bumgarner, all those guys. Right. Great catcher on a terrible team. He was the runner-up for the NL Gold Glove, had the second most defensive run saved after Zanino. He had 10. Mm-hmm. So, great catcher, and I expect the counting stats to improve at least a little bit. And I expect his power to come back a bit. I think he'll hit 10 to 12 home runs. Yep, yep. He's, he's my number two as well. Really good player, great history. Um, I do think MLB Network, when they did these lists, they have the shredder that calculates what you shredder know, doesn't the top know what 10. It's, the shredder didn't put Andrew Benatendi it, in their top 10 left fielders. Right, but the catchers, it blew this. They blew this. They had Kurt Suzuki like five. Yeah, and they also had Buster Posey number one over who I think both of our number ones are, which is JT Realmuto. Oh, I actually had Sandy Leone as my number one. <laughs> Great catcher. You know, he's the only active Hall of Famer, <laughs> really? according to my source, Jared Carabas. Was making history um, during the season, not for good reasons. <laughs> but He was terrible. My, my number one is also JT Realmuto. Yeah. He's one of my favorite players. Had a 484 slugging, a 277 average, 4.3 war, which is the highest on the list. Yeah. 74 runs and RBIs, 21 home runs, a whopping three steals. Great. For <laughs> that the was position. low for him. The only thing I he was needs expecting to work more on of that is his defense. Yeah. And still not atrocious. Right. So, and he's a good leader, especially when you take into account the fact that he was trying to lead. The Marlins oh, yeah. are just this lost young team of, right. of rejects, really. Right. They're getting better, but he had to deal with that team, and now he's going to be in Philly. Yep. I expect RBIs and runs to be up and possibly home runs, too. Yep. He's going to be great for them. And you got to think his defense will hit going from Alfaro, Jorge Alfaro, to, yeah. to him. It'll definitely help the pitchers. I don't know how much, but right. Definitely be an upgrade, but yeah, he's everybody's number one except for Major League MLB Network. Like, what is they're up really with that? botching the list. What was year? up with that? I'm not, the only thing I look at those lists for is I look at who the top ten is. I know they're going to botch the order, right? 
and they have a couple times missed, messed up with the list entirely. Yeah. Like the left field, I don't know how they leave Ben Attendee off. Yeah. But I... that's an argument for another day, <laughs> for if I ever meet Brian Kenny. Right, right, right. All right, getting into third base, our 2019 awards show, preseason awards show. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with reliever of the year, relief pitcher of the year. Sam, who do you have for the AL? The AL. I have Jose Leclerc. Really? Of the Texas Rangers. Had a, a filthy pick. good season. That's a bold pick. Simply, filthy good simply season? Simply because the saves total I don't think will be there. The I ERA thought that will. I thought that as well. You still have but you and he wasn't the he wasn't the closer the entire time this past year. He yeah. only he got twelve saves. He only pitched thirty innings though. Um Keon Kella was their main closer for most of the year and he got thirty four saves. So combined it's forty six saves. Like and the Rangers were bottom of the division. I think they'll be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Just in the win total. They won't. Maybe they don't beat up the <laughs> Seattle Mariners, but they'll have more wins, I think, more than sixty seven. And I, that'll just give Jose more chances. Yeah. Plus, he's got a fresh yeah. extension. I definitely agree with you on the Rangers. I think they're going to have 68 wins this year. They're going to be fantastic. That would be one more save. No, I love for Leclerc. My boy. I wanted the Sox to trade for him last trade deadline. Yeah. I wanted to somehow get a package of him and Beltre. Oh, that would <laughs> be nice. Which would have been awesome. Yeah. My pick, I'm going with the Juggernauts. My pick is Blake Trinan of the mm. Athletics. He just has the filthiest stuff you can ever see. His curveball yeah. is nasty, and he throws heat. A little honorable mention, I do think Araldis Chapman is going to be insane this season. I was close to picking him. So he was my second pick, Yeah, but Trainin's stuff is just so good that I had to pick him. And I think he kind of – he didn't win it last year, right? Diaz did? I think Diaz did, yeah. Edwin Diaz should have won it, but – just from the sheer total of saves, yeah, I think Trinan was slightly better, yeah, as an, just as a pitcher, yeah. But this is his year, right? And in my NL, I'm taking Edwin Diaz. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I think he's just gonna have more chances with the Mets, more saves, more than like sixty. Does he have sixty saves? I think he had sixty opportunities or close to it. He had. 50, what, 52 saves, something like that? He did have 50. So maybe he has 50 again, and I think he could just win, win the reliever of the year again. He'd probably be like my fourth or fifth pick in the NL. Really? My winner is going to be a repeat of Josh Hader. Yeah. Because, again, I just look at his stuff, and I'm like... It's filthy. No one is touching that it's all filthy. season. That filthy. It plays no matter who you're facing, oh, no matter yeah. where you're playing. Right. The only thing that can affect it is weather, which affects everybody. Right. So, Hater, I'm picking him to repeat. Repeat. I also think Sean Doolittle is going to have a great year yeah. for the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And then a sleeper pick if I was going to take one. And it's probably just because I love him. Jordan Hicks of the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. His stuff is really nasty. He can really throw nasty. 106 if he wants. Right. He so, just walks a lot of guys. Yeah, so maybe he puts things together and wins, but Hater is my pick. Yeah, no, I'm, I I could be on board with that. Who do you got for Rookie of the Year? We kind of went through this in past yep. podcasts, but, you know. And I actually have changed my mind about Have one. you really? My NL. Oh. I'm switching to Victor Robles. Okay. Robles. Robles. He has all the tools. Yep. The only thing he'll lack is power. Right. And he still, I think, hits 10 home runs. Yeah. Gives you steals, gives you awesome defense in the outfield, mm-hmm. and gets on base. 
hits for a high average. I think he'll get slightly more opportunities than Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr. Tatis, yeah. And I think he'll be on a better team for his counting stats. So I'm picking Victor to win the NL. Okay. Yep. I'm taking. I'm still taking Fernando Tatis Jr. I think his power and I think just the pure excitement could just propel him to being mm-hmm. the rookie of the year. Like I know Robles. Robles is starting on the major league roster, and he's like gonna have one of the starting spots in the outfield, as far as yeah. I know. He is. With Bryce Harper gone, they have a spot. Should be him, Soto, and Eaton. Right. So I think Robles is definitely going to be up there, and he'll get more plate appearances. Those are the clear-cut top two in the NL, in my opinion. Maybe some pitcher sneaks in there. Comes out. Comes out of the dark. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. No, yeah. I got Tatis Jr., and then in the AL, Vlad Jr. I do, too, yeah. I mean, missing three weeks, starting in the minors. I'm drooling right now. I still don't think it matters. He's going to be so good. Yeah. And so is Eloy Jimenez, but he's also starting in the minors, and he's not even hurt. Right. So it's not like he's getting an advantage in the counting stats starting yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. I think Vlad is going to get up soon, and he's going to just rake. And so as much I'm as people him. say names don't matter, I really think people will be partial to Vlad Jr. Like, yeah, and yeah, especially because he's, at least as a hitter, yeah. he's like the same as his dad. Same swing. It's right. beautiful. Oh, it's awesome. So... Vlad Jr., people definitely want him to win. He's a guy that everybody roots for, and I think he's going to run away with it unless Forrest Whitley gets a spot in the Astros rotation right away and dominates. Yeah, that's true. Alrighty. The big one. Our final award. Yep. Tayan. My AL pick. I kind of went against my first instinct, which is Chris Sale. Okay. Because of... Yep. The end of the season, he's had two years in a row. Yep, that was my first. That was I just, my first thought. I don't know. And Verlander, I think, drops off a little bit because of age. Yep. Which I don't know. I feel like I've probably said that three years in a row. I and know. It, hasn't it feels happened. like it's it's supposed to, but his velocity is back. Yep. So like I don't know. Because the Astros, right? I don't know they're what, doing something. What they're doing. They're doing pitches. something. Everyone that goes there gets better. Right. But Kluber, Snell, Blake Snell could repeat. But yeah. my pick is Trevor Bauer. The Cleveland Indians. I think he, if he was healthy all of last year, would have won. His ERA was yeah, nasty. It I was know. Like two, it was barely over two. Yeah. So the K's are there, and he's developing a couple new pitches. I expect him to be healthy, and I expect him to dominate. So I had to pick him for my AL Cy Young. Yeah. I'm on the same page. Trevor Bauer in the really? AL. Yeah. <laughs> did not we did not talk about this prior? I. Totally. With I was so I sure just, you were gonna pick Sale. I was close to picking Sale, and that was my first thought. Same with you, but I don't know. I just I looked at I I clicked on the you know Indians rotation. I was like, hey, which one do I pick? I could pick any one of these guys. <laughs> right, right. I closed my eyes and just pointed, and then I landed on Trevor Bauer. No, Trevor Bauer is filthy. Yeah, his, filthy stuff, and I think he could. Stuff, this could be his year. On his pitches. Might be the best in the AL. Yeah. I mean, Kluber and Sale have some nasty sliders, mm-hmm. but Bauer has nasty everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's I was, so good. I was close to picking Carrasco, but Carrasco had the same amount of strikeouts as Bauer, but pitched like 25 more innings. And he had a worse ERA. And he had a worse ERA. He had, he had what, like a 3-3? Yeah, something like that. that Bauer had like a two twenty three or yeah. something like that. It was Bauer just was ridiculous. Yeah. In so I think played. this could be his year. Who we got in the NL? The NL, I really, 
really wanted to pick Noah Syndergaard. I yeah. think he's going to have a great year. Yep. But if I'm betting, I have to pick all reliable Max Scherzer. Mad yeah. Max, year in and year out, he stays healthy and he dominates. Mm-hmm. His stuff is insane. Just like really, obviously, every pitcher we're talking about. Right. But I can't stress this enough. Max Scherzer is nasty. I think Mike Trout said Scherzer's the hardest guy he's yeah, had to face. Right. And that's and Mike Trout's and that's pretty good at baseball. Probably <laughs> the best player of all time talking. Right. So I can't bet against Scherzer. Yeah. I I figured you were gonna say Scherzer unless you went totally off the list. So I really I wanted to do something different and I'm still confident in my guy, Walker Bueller. I think this is the year where he really takes over the mound from Clayton Kershaw. I think Clayton Kershaw will still have a good year. But I think Walker Buehler will really set himself apart. I think he'll start the first game. Oh, he totally NLDS. should. <laughs> he'll start the first game, but Clayton Kershaw will open up, you know, the season just because that's how yeah. it goes. But I think the mantle will be well, slowly Kershaw, passing. I don't think he's going to be ready for opening day, is he? Oh, that's true. He could be injured, which think, is another one of the reasons. I think get the nod anyways just yeah, maybe. of the injury. But, yeah, I, I love Walker Buehler, except I, I'm, I'm already sick of every TV network for every game preview for the Dodgers, making the Bueller, yeah, Bueller. I'm it's, so sick of it, and he's been playing for what a year and a half. You got to think how much he must be sick of it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he hates it. He's probably had it all his life. Yeah, it must suck for him. But love the movie, but gosh, <laughs> I don't even love that movie that much. But that's that's for a t- different podcast right. that we could make. All right, heading home. We got one question. And it's a good one. <laughs> Plain and simple, is Craig Kimbrell screwed? What is this market doing? What are the teams and owners doing to him? Mm-hmm. I know he wanted a lot of money. Yeah. But it does seem like this is just unnecessary. There's no way that Nobody there wants aren't him. teams that need him desperately. Right. right. Everybody's just comf- comfortable enough with their roster. And, it, and they shouldn't be. I know. The Phillies, the Braves. Even the Nats. If I'm the Nats, I go a little bit over the luxury tax for him because mm-hmm. that puts you atop the NL East. Right. If you have him and Doolittle as setup, yep. and Doolittle is on board with that, mm-hmm. he wanted them to do it. Right. Those three, I think, should be desperately trying to battle out for Kimbrel, yep. and yet he has no bidders. So it really depends on your definition of screwed. I think he is screwed. I think... I think he screwed himself. I, he did. I, if if he somebody did. signs him today... He's not going to be yeah. as good going into the season. I know he doesn't have much of a well, I think training, he'll still like... be. I think he'll still be good. That what is what I was going to say is it depends on what you mean by screwed. Right. I think he screwed himself out of a lot of money. Yeah. And he's probably going to end. I think he will play this year, no doubt in my mind. Yep. He's going to go back on his word. Does he and wait he, until and the he's June gonna, draft? And he's going to take someone for like a $7 million deal, maybe six. Maybe he goes to the Nats for six. Oh, my goodness. You think he's going to get that lo- that little? I don't know why he wouldn't have signed anything else by now. I think it's because he doesn't want a one-year deal. I think that's the big thing. Go play for a year and dominate. I know. And see if you can get, instead of asking for six, right. go ask for a three- or four-year deal after, after being nasty for another season right. and continuing your case as one of the best closers ever. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think he's I don't, going for a one-year deal. I just don't get the strategy him and Boris are using. I know. Right. So I guess my answer would be yes. 
Craig Poor Craig Kimbrough. Hey, you know what, Craig? Let me, <laughs> let me give you a little pitch that you can give to the Red Sox. <laughs> there is a team that is desperately in need of a bullpen piece. Desperate. That won 108 games in a World Series last season and that loves you. We can give you $700,000. <laughs> that team is the Boston Red Sox. And I think, I think, Craig, you should stay. You should come back. All right. That's all we got. <laughs> that, that... <laughs> Thank you for listening. Find us on social media at Around the Diamond Pod. Yeah. On Instagram, at Around Pod on Twitter, and at Around the Diamond Pod on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. We hope to see you next week and especially the week after where we will have baseball. Real baseball, not like regular the season training, like regular baseball. Let's go. <laughs>